Join me right now on Kumase TV, heavyweight prospect, Jack Tuave. What's going on, Jack? Not much, man. Not much. Thank you for having me. No doubt, no doubt, Jeez, Jack. Sir. You know, where are you, what are you doing today, Jack? It's Saturday. What's your plans? Uh, we just got home, man. Um, took the dogs for a walk, man. A bit of a jog, a bit of cardio. But, um, yeah, it's been, been a long week at work, man. Doing long hours, so it's good to have the day off. And it's a nice day here in uh, Brisbane, too. What do you do as an occupation? Uh, I'm a storeman, so um, I, I do a bit of uh, forklift driving and a bit of pickpacking in the, in the warehouse. So I've kind of been doing that for like 17 years, man. Wow, wow, man. Um, how are you balancing, you know, having a job like that and training full time? Uh, it has its days, um, you know, especially doing the, the overtime and that. But, um, yeah, you, you get used to it, man. And um, it's, they say, you know, half of the, half of the challenge is trying to, trying to get there, man. So once you're at training, you're kind of, you know, being around that um, atmosphere, it, it becomes normal, man. And it, it becomes a good day. So, yeah, you kind of just go with the flow. Does it help you mentally, you know, prepare for fights because you have to be like aware all the time especially at work and then you got to go to training after work and then when you actually get into the cage it's nothing to you yeah of course man um you know especially um you had a long day and um the last thing you want is to go to training and get get your face punched in and you know doing doing pads with you know muay thai um trainer and doing a bit of groundwork that's the last thing you want to do but yeah turning up and um you know, it's, it's, it's part of the, you know, part of your mental uh, mentality as well. It makes it easier just to get in that cage and, you know, focus, focus more, especially um, training while under duress and stress. So, yeah, it helps out for sure. Where are you training now to prepare for this upcoming fight at Hex? Um, I've been with uh, Fight Cross North Lakes. Um, I've been there going on five years, I think. And, um... Yeah, they've, they've been nothing but good to me. Um, good jiu-jitsu trainer there, um, Brian Porter, who's um, only recently got his black belt. And uh, we've got a you know good Muay Thai trainer as well for stand-up, uh, Stephen Richards, who um, keeps me um, on my feet, man. How much training on the ground are you doing, you know, in you know percentage-wise of your camp? Because, you know, a lot of times guys, you know, like heavyweights, they go in there and bang. And, you know, you guys are known for that. Yeah, I've, I've got to get that out of my head, man. Look, I, I know ground games, you know, where it's at right now. Um, you see a lot of the big boys um, struggle on the ground. You know, I'm trying to combat that. Um, and percentage-wise, I think probably 50-50, um, especially after my, after my last fight, where I was, um, it's kind of dominated on the ground. You know, I, just, I don't want to go back to that. So we've been working a lot last night. Uh, we, we did a lot of um, stuff off, off the back and had a bit of sparring um, external as well with, with other fighters, which is a first for me. Um, I've never gone training outside of our gym. So, there's yeah, there's a lot of uh, big boys out there to spar. It's just a matter of um, teeing, teeing sessions up. But ground games are very important, man. Who have you been training with, you know, outside of your normal crew? Outside of my normal crew? Like I said, I've only just started. Uh, it wasn't something I've I, I kind of tried 
um, you know, reaching out to other heavyweights, you know, it's probably, you know, too proud to try and include other gyms. But um, just this week, man, I've, um, one of my mates, um, Lord Lance, he's teed up a sparring session with uh, Felice the Fallfather out in uh, Modern Warrior. And it was, um, it was a big eye-opener, man. It's, you know, uh, different sparring, different pads. But um, also good to get that, you know, get that weight on top of you. Um, it, you know, it's, it's more realistic when you're, when you're fighting someone the same weight. Um, and saying that, we've got big boys that um, fight cross as well. But after a while, you know, rolling and um, sparring with them, you kind of know what their go-tos are. And you kind of prepare just for that. Whereas going outside, you, you can broaden um, you know, your preparation in that, man. Yeah, you get to step out your comfort zone, right? Yeah, for sure, man. You know, I learned that uh, it was a Thursday night, so <laughs> I learned that quickly. <laughs> yeah, man, that's what's great about the, the sport is that you can always find new things and evolve and, and be surprised by, by other people. That's, that's the word, evolve. Um, they, they do it a lot in Sydney um, and in Melbourne, that. All, all the, the gyms kind of tie in together and, and um, have sessions, you know, with the big boys because it's hard to find big boys, man. You'd be surprised. And um, when you do find them, it's, you know, they're usually there training for for um, for a fight, but it's, it's for most of them, one fight and they, um, you know, they hang up the gloves. It's just to tick off that box on their to-do list. So it's finding big boys just to, who's got the same um, goal in mind and um, around the same you know, same um, level as well. Let's go back to your last fight, you know, um, Gladiator 7. You mentioned that earlier, you know, you dropped the decision. I'm pretty sure you were disappointed in the performance. When you look back at that fight, you know, what did you feel that you did well compared to what you did wrong? Uh, I've, to be honest, man, I still haven't um, seen footage of that. Uh, mm -hmm. I can't bring myself to it, but I know it's, um, you know, it's, it's good to go back and review your fights um, pick up, you know, uh, areas where you where you lacked and and um, positives as well. But I, I thought we, I moved all right on the feet. Um, prior to that, uh, we were preparing for uh, another big heavyweight, who was kind of the complete opposite of what we ended up fighting. Um, you know, no, no disrespect to to Canine, but um, he he had the perfect game plan, man. He He'll throw a few strikes and um, took me down with ease. And um, I've, what I learned from that was just, you know, being being too casual, um, being a bit uh, blasé, um, thinking I clipped him. And, um, yeah, he, I ended up on my back for, like, you know, three quarters of the fight. So that, that took a lot out of my arms and it kind of, you know, puts, puts um, pressure on you trying to get back up and yeah that's my, my arms are shot and that's that's what we're training for now trying trying to prepare that for um my next fight because uh this guy's a purple belt in jiu-jitsu i think so um I'm, I'm guessing he'll he'll be trying to take it and um repeat the same thing do you think a lot had to do with not fighting for so long you know because before that fight you took like a year off you know and i'm pretty sure that wasn't good for you yeah, yeah. I'm, um, I'm surprised you know that. <laughs> but uh, we <laughs> we try to keep that 
But yeah, uh, a year, year off. Look, my goal is to try and have more than one fight a year, man, and it's it's not ideal. But um, the reason I had that um, that time off was uh, an, an injury that was caused from my the title fight uh, at Nitro. No, well, I broke my hand. So I, I kind of had a, a just over a year off, and um, yeah, that, that's exactly what happens, man. It's you kind of feel like you're back to scratch, and um, yeah, it, it does play a part in it. But um, yeah, it was, it's not really an, an excuse when you're when you're fighting kind of pro. You know, you got to still prepare the best to, to your ability, so you can be the best. You know, when you're in the cage, man. Yeah, man, there is no excuses, to be honest with you, as a fighter. I think that everything, you know, is a reality. Like, everything plays a part. And I feel that talking about those things is the most important, you know, because most people watching this interview, they're not fighters. So they're going to be like, they want to know what really happened, right? So I'm glad you're being honest. Um, Now, let's move on to your next fight, man. Um, Hex, Fight Series 19, um, September 6th. You're taking on Randall Ray. Uh, other than knowing that he's a jujitsu guy, you know what 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 kind of breakdown can you give me on him? Um, I know he's, he's not too shabby on the feet. He's had a few big fights. He's fought um, Paul Gallon, man, and, uh, which is pretty cool. So it'll be good to get in the cage with him and um, just test test standing up, and then you know if, if he wants to take it to the ground, man, I reckon we're prepared. We've been focusing a lot on the ground, especially after that uh, Gladiators um, fight. So um, apart from that, man, I, I can't really tell you much. I've, I don't like um, – probably not at the stage to, to kind of study my, my opponents. I, I want to work on my own um, you know, techniques and my own combos. Um, without, I find sometimes when you, you watch and try to study their fights, you kind of tweak – it kind of puts you off your game. And you're you're trying to learn too much in a short amount of time. So, um, we'll just stick to what we've been doing, you know, for the last you know, couple of years, and and just you know add, adding in that wrestling and jujitsu. I've done um, jujitsu. Started that back in um, New Zealand when I was there. I've been in Australia for seven years now, but I started at a gym there called uh, Oliver. You know, I did a couple of months there, which got me, you know, into the game. So, it's not something I've neglected. Jiu-jitsu, I, I know it's, um, it plays a big part in the MMA world. So um, it's just a matter of, you know, piecing it all together, man, incorporating it into my fight game. Like your mentality moving forward, is it like I need to fight as much as I can, I need to get to the highest level? Is that the mentality you have right now? Are you gonna, you're going to try to fight anybody to get to the, you know, get to the top, you know, like Bellator, UFC, one championship. Yep. What is the goal for you? That's 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 the mentality. Um, with or else we wouldn't have taken this fight. He's I think Randall Ray's had about seventeen fights, um, so of course he's got the the experience. But um, yeah, it's like, like I said before, it's hard to find heavyweights um, that that are keen to to go go all the way and um, not not pull out like a couple of weeks out. Um, whatever reason like injury or family commitments man and that's yeah it, that's I, I know it's just a, it's the, the fight game but uh, ideally I'd like to have uh, more than one fight probably a, a fight every three months man or something because uh, after that 
period of time, man, it feels like you're back to scratch. It's hard to motivate yourself when you, you don't have a fight lined up. Well, I guess that's um, more you know, mentality as well. When you see a guy like Justin Taffa, right? He had, I think he's unbeaten. And I think he, I think his record's like maybe 5-0, and something like that, right? You know, he doesn't yeah. have that many fights, but he got signed to the UFC. When you see a guy like that, you know, from the area, for, uh, you know, where you where you reside, you know, Australia, does that kind of give you, a, you know, a light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah, it is a boost. Um, like, you know, that, that it is possible. Um, I've, I was lined up with Tuffer um, for a show that didn't end up um, going through. It's, I don't know, something, something happened um, to the promoters or organizers. But, um, you know, I guess I missed the chance to, to kind of share the cage with him, man. But I know I'm, like, I've met him a few times off, you know, outside of the cage and um, just in public. And he's a good guy, man. So I'm real um, happy that he's made it that far. Yeah, like you said, you know, it does, you know, beam a, a light at the end of the tunnel. That's just for myself, but every other, like he's he's Samoan. We're we're the same race. So um, and he trains with the lights of um, Tuivasa and and Hunt and that, and they they will pave the way for us, man. It's you know it's time for us to kind of step up into the to the big stage, kind of showcase what we've we're made of too so it's a it's a huge boost man you know, it's it keeps 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 me driven and um hopefully we can we can um go that far as well yeah man the reason why i ask you because i know that you're supposed to make your uh pro debut against justin you know for yeah, nitro yeah. <laughs> Jeez, you've, done, you've done your homework hey eh? it's awesome <laughs> yeah <man>. yeah <laughs> of course it's, it's humbling man because um i know I've, I've only had three pro fights and i i know i'm not really in the public eye, man, and I, so, you know, for you to, to bring up that information, man, it's, it's, it's humbling, it's awesome. Yeah, it, you know, it, you gotta be prepared when you do something, right, but I also know yeah, that you true. carry around a title too, you have the Nitro yeah. belt, you know, what is going on with Nitro, you know, you haven't, they haven't had a show in a long time, have they, have they contacted you lately? Um, no, no, I, I keep in touch with um, Lord Lance, who was matchmaking for Nitro, but I have no idea, man. I all I know is I've still got the heavyweight title hanging up in the gym, man. And um, <laughs> you know, if we don't hear from them, man, it's staying there. Yeah. Oh, hey, man, that's just an, a credential for you, you know, as you yeah, move yeah. along, that you could use to kind of propel you to get it signed by a big promotion. Um, now, before yeah. I let you go, I want to get your thoughts on one thing: UFC 243, early October. Robert Whitaker is going to face Adesanya. Israel Adesanya. You know, what is yeah. your breakdown of this fight and who you think is going to take it? It's, it's a tight one, eh? Um, it's hard. I, I'm, I always sit on the fence. Um, you know, my old man always told me, you know, never count your chickens before they hatch. But with this one, because they're, they're both Kiwis as well. So I, if, I'm not you know, too, like, too fast who, who takes it out, man. They're both Kiwis and they're both good fighters. I've followed, um, you know, Whitaker for a while. You know, Adesanya is just coming up in, in the public now, but he's he's been around a long time too, man. And he's he's got six striking. Um, he's he's improving a lot on his ground as well. So um, I don't know, man. Best man win, man. It's it, it, 
whoever wins, it's good for you know um, New Zealand and Australia MMA. So it propels um, all of us, you know, to go into that big stage. Yeah, no doubt, I've, man. Um... Yeah, hopefully it's on the feet more. Um, but I know if it does go to the ground, Adesanya will be you know bouncing back up, man. He's he's got the the wild strikes from every every angle, you know, elbows and knees flying. All the stuff us heavyweights don't do, man. So it's always good to watch. Yeah, it's an exciting fight. You know, the both of them bring unique styles to different, the cage. Different different styles, uh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. but it's very effective. And uh, let's, like you said, let the best man win, man. Anyways, before that happens, you are going to step into the cage, September sixth, Hex Fight Series yeah. nineteen in Melbourne. Thanks, Jack, for the time and uh, good luck on the fight and your future, man. Thanks for having me, man. We'll talk to you soon.